What's up and welcome to Party Invite, where we invite you to a gaming community of diverse enthusiasts. Your party members today are Thomas Egan. That's me. Carlos Gomez. Hey, y'all. And I am your party leader, Chris Mowry. On today's show, we're joined by two community members, Steve Haynes. Steve. <laughs> and Shella Lumpkin. Hey, y'all. Hey. Uh, we're going to talk about our highlights of E3 Day 2 from Microsoft, Bethesda, Square Enix, PC Gaming, and Future Games Showcase. Let's get into what I think is pretty... Like it's, I can say this safely, that this is the best conference we've had so far, this this uh, E3, the Microsoft Bethesda conference. Um, Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I'm still Fantastic. fully in Devolver's court, but uh, well, certainly yes. today it was the best thing we saw. Devolver had the best writing. It was hilarious. Yes. Yeah, they did. Well I thought out. Yeah. That's the only... Uh, that's the only conference that I think people should actually watch the conference for and not just watch the trailers for. Um, uh, Microsoft is pretty good today. Like, it was a good conference. You could also just game trailers it. I, I watched uh, the, I, I rewatched it. I thought it was really good. I thought they nailed it. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to rely on you guys for a lot of this because I was trying to learn how to fix my internet uh, during <laughs> most of this conference. Great. Uh, what I did not miss was Halo. Um, which I, I really liked. We've been joking the past few days about like grappling hooks and games and uh, and a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, so we finally saw the grappling hook in, in Halo for the second time, I guess. Uh, that was a, it was a good trailer. Uh, you saw single player cinematics. You saw some multiplayer. I'm excited. Uh, they yeah. reaffirmed that the multiplayer is free to play, which as a now PC player is suddenly exciting to me. Um, awesome. Yeah. When I was PlayStation only, uh, Halo was like that forbidden fruit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to, to be able to jump into that again. Uh, Steve, you were saying during the watch party earlier that uh, Halo played a, a big part like that it has it like it means a lot to you and i'm it, absolutely it in does. that boat i halo does like because i have very fond i mean halo was the reason i bought an xbox original xbox i went to a 16 player land party at a buddy who worked at rena center he got you know it was the whole shindig four xboxes <laughs> 16 people you know big giant 65 inch crt best I mean, days what? of my life i mean we yes. and i remember I, and of course, at this point, online wasn't crazy. So, like, I had so much fun, and I bought an Xbox like the next day. It was like Halo. I I was fully in, and then of course, Halo Two came out, and uh, it just I spent probably a good seventy-two hours just in the house playing Halo Two online, and, and so I was excited to be excited about Halo again for sure. It definitely gave me those old halo feel so i was i was too high for sure i'm i'm really interested to see what they say tomorrow in that deep dive because the only thing that gives me like slight reservations about this because everything looks fantastic the only slight reservations i have is they said that at the launch in holiday this year will be the campaign and season one of the multiplayer whatever so i'm a little the only thing that like scares me about that is I don't know how many they're how many maps they're launching with, like how much stuff is going to be 
released later. You know, is there going to? Yeah. Hopefully, they have. They know what they're doing, and they're not going to fall flat like a ton of multiplayer games do when they release free to play right away, and they just don't have the content to keep everybody going. Um, I hope yeah. that's not the case with Halo. That would be that would be a bummer. I would say they have to. I mean, they don't have to, but I think it would be a mistake if they somehow try to string us along with some of the classic Halo stuff. Like, oh, we'll save you know Blood Gulch for later. To, you know, some of those iconic maps that we know should Blood be Gulch there. should be day one. I think. Right. Oh, yeah. I feel like there should be those classic Halo maps, like you know, and they're yeah. gonna and mix in some new well, ones showed, and stuff like they that. They showed a but... ton of Valhalla and Ragnarok. Uh, right. Oh yeah. Right. Stuff. You know, and they confirmed, like, you know, I think that some of the modes were 12v12 and, you know, that kind of stuff and big team battle. You know, that's I'm really kind of excited for tomorrow wise to see what they expound upon, like with, you know, because I know they're going to have to take some of the newest trends and kind of apply them to Halo. A lot of people traditionally don't want to, you know, battle royale, but maybe they can put a spin on big team battle or something like that. Uh, and, but, you know, yeah maybe up in the player account giving it its own halo flair but without going full battle royale and yeah. basically copying pasting what's trendy right now but more more like a battlefield than like a right yeah like just make the the large scale cuz you have all the vehicles and all that fun stuff like that might be the way to go with that but yeah everything <laughs> i saw they're they're on the right track we did see some sort of telling thing where they had the pelican drop come in and drop off the ship in the middle of the multi i was like you know who knows if that's a random event i'm hoping the, there aren't like kill streak rewards i'm hoping these are just like random things that happen like uh kill streak Man. rewards i think would be kind of lame like you know like bad now enough, that you said but... it though like i think that's what it is <laughs> that feels to me like what it is I'm hoping it's just an event that randomly happens and it's first person to get to the ship. Kind of like how the rocket launcher spawned in, in the map. Destiny. And it's like, you know, yeah. like in Earl Halo, rocket launcher, mad dash for it. Let's try to get there. We'll see. Because, you know, it can be one of those things that turns the tide, you know, of course, of the, yeah. of the match. So I'm hoping that's all it is. But, um, yeah, yeah, I was, I was hyped. I was excited, man. And even the small things they showed from... The single player, I guess if there was a downfall to what we saw today, I thought maybe they could have showed a little more as far as like like Chris was saying uh, when we were offline, some of those direct comparisons between like, hey, I know you guys complained about this a year ago. You know, this is what it looks like now. You could kind of get a feel for that. Like, yeah. you know, when they kind of did the whole over panning thing across the map, you can kind of see, okay, this looks a lot better than a year ago. And yeah. man, it just looks and feels like Halo. I'm I'm hyped. I'm all for it. How you feeling about this, Carlos? Uh, I'm also super hyped, and I do think you're right. I, I think we're going to get most of your con concerns out of the way tomorrow uh, at at the event. Um, that said, I mean maybe that whole vehicular thing is uh, is more narrative. That would be cool if it was just a narrative boost to the like presentation of multiplayer. But it also could just be an addition from you know the Halo Five Warzone stuff. Uh, with uh, with all the XP boosts and, and uh, you know weapon drops and stuff that they had that way, since it does feel like they were really attached to to that in Halo Five. But as far as the whole season stuff, uh, if you've tried to play Master Chief Collection anytime recently, 
it it's been pretty apparent that the whole season thing is because there are so many fucking game types so many <laughs> yeah. good ones uh like um i don't think that they've they've put so much time i'm sure into just trying to figure out what are people actually gonna want to play the most because every time i've tried to get into master chief collection again it's like oh we only have uh we only have shotgun modes and action sack and an infection or something like that action sack like, yeah yeah, there's, uh, there's we all can't talk like that on this <laughs> on this podcast. This is for no, like it children. Is, listening it is a very this. special mode, very special mode. Um, but yeah, there there are all these game types that I'm like, okay, well they're they're all right, but that's not what I want to play. And uh, and so I think it's just been an issue for them for having such a diverse chunk of stuff. I mean, are they going to give us Griff Ball right off the bat? Probably not. But right. that's going to be something that people are going to want, you know, pretty immediately. Um, and so, I mean, I'm there no matter what, but I better fucking see SWAT as one of the, mo- one of the main modes right off the bat. Yeah. Shoddy snipers, you know, any, you yeah. know, just some of those classics. And I'm sure some of that stuff will, it seems like the big emphasis too is equipment, you know, and that kind of stuff. Like we saw the deflector shield, you know, I thought that was really cool. We do kind of bounce back the rocket in the deal. Right. The little sonar grenade was badass. Like he threw that, you kind of could, you know, it was kind of, you could see like people behind walls for a second, like the ricochet shots. So it's like they're doing some things to really make it new and fresh, and, but still keep it Halo. Like it yeah. still looked it, like Halo, everything. See, you know, it was still good. I love like throwing grenades, you know, and the dude blew Sticky up grenades. the sword, yep. come to him, you know. I'm oh, like, yeah. Man, you know. You, of course, that's, you know, advanced level Halo stuff there. That's <laughs> I wouldn't be doing anything like that. But it was still really cool. And I'm sure we're going to see equipment come and go during the seasons, you know. Yeah, like that, like that samurai. Right? The guy was wearing like a samurai helmet. Like, I feel like that'll be like, maybe that's in the first season, but that's the only time you can get it. So you better buy that battle pass, you know, that kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, they do kind of do that with the 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 Master Chief collection where you have to unlock all those tiers of like different items for your uh uh armor and stuff like that, I mean, chest maybe, pieces, yeah, all that stuff. Maybe we should I shouldn't be worried about it. You know, like if they've already been doing yeah. it with Master Chief, I just like we've seen too many like these multiplayer games come out and just like not hit right, you know? Uh, yeah. At least when they're yeah. free to play. So yeah, but since they've been practicing already with Master Chief Collection, which I didn't know that they had those already in there, but yeah, it's one of it's that. one of those that's less about paying, and it's like, hey, just just fucking play the game, and you're gonna get some of the stuff. Like, right, you don't have to worry about it like you do in in other. Which uh, they did know, the say, games. you know, that you should be able to unlock everything just from playing the game. So right, it's just basically whenever it's gonna become available for you to get. Because I think they're on what season five of the Master Chief Collection or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and there's hundreds yeah. of items like i mean and everything is themed there's halo one you know season two you know and so on and so forth so i'm excited man halo is back and you know hopefully they announce maybe we'll get some hints at the beta tomorrow because they do did say they wanted to do a pretty extensive beta and stuff like that so i think they should man, for sure it's back and I, I think it's in good hands all right that does it for our halo podcast uh uh but that uh halo was actually kind of showed off in the middle which was kind of interesting uh but they started the show off with uh a game that everybody's been kind of waiting for and waiting to see what it's about starfield uh they did a teaser trailer 
with the announced date drop of 11-11-22. It looks way more, for a Todd Howard RPG, it seems to be way more grounded in reality than what we have seen before. Now, that's just the tone that set. That could be, we could be way off it. It could be just as wacky as Fallout. But um, it looks, the, the CG trailer looked cool. And, like, gave you, like, kind of hints about what you were going to be doing. Like, you're traveling from planets to planets. Um, a lot of exploring. You have a gun looks sweet. Like, I think it's... Uh, and it's exciting that, you know, they, they said that it's a Xbox exclusive. So, um, now people can stop being so tribalistic on uh, Xbox and PlayStation. and be like, yeah, no, everybody's got exclusives now. Calm, everybody calm down. Just everybody settle down. Yeah, right. everybody down. <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah. settle down. And, you know, and honestly, like... It, it being exclusive, it's it's very cool, but everybody have a chance to play. They have cloud service, man. Well, like and, and yeah, and PC, an iPad or whatever. Yeah. PC. I mean, you'll even if you have a. Oh yeah. I assume at some point a low end PC, you'll be able to stream it and do whatever you need. I mean, you'll, they'll figure out some way to play it. But I was excited. You know, I love Western RPGs. You know, uh, especially from Bethesda. I was a huge Fallout fan. Played way too much of Skyrim. Way <laughs> too much. Uh, you know, I did. I was pleased with, you know, they said it was all in their new engine. I was definitely happy about that. Like it def, it looked updated. It looked crisp. Uh, it's, they did kind of release some details after the fact. I wish they kind of would have talked about during the reveal of the trailer that yeah. it is going to be basically jump in your ship and just go wherever full on space exploration. They, that's exciting. Basically said on solo, just jump in a spaceship and go <laughs> wherever and and do your thing. So that's pretty exciting. The trailer did show like a mech in it. So yeah. maybe there'll be and some sort the, of and in the key art, the mech is like yeah. kind of turned and like looking at you. Um, so do you guys think this could be like uh, the replacement for the game I don't like, No Man's Sky? Because that's what it was giving me, like a better version of No Man's Sky. I think it, it truly was. I think there's gonna be way more combat in this. Like, yeah. and this is going to be, this is going to be, that, yeah, go ahead, sorry. yeah, you'll get the exploration stuff. You'll get that, like, kind of scratch that itch, but it won't be as, like, outlandish, like, as silly right. okay. or, like, you know, and, and maybe you'll... not as overwhelming. Like, right. you know, No Man's Sky for yeah. me is just, I want to love it, like, because there's people that hardcore love it, but it's just, like, <laughs> I do want to love it, there, it just, and it's yeah. just, it's so much going on. Too much, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's really too much. I don't think you'll it's have like, this survival. Just, yeah. Yeah. I like just hold my hand a little bit if you're going to have it that open. Like, you know, and I feel like Starfield's going to kind of, you know, hey, there's a there's Did a narrative a story. To this. You're yep. going to have some of those things, but the narrative is going to take you from place to place, which I'm all for that. Go so. talk to the and- NPC. He'll give you a quest. Go to go yeah. Starfield. Right. Yeah. Make sure Starfield's not going to have. <laughs> and Starfield's not going to be procedural, right? So right. that's going to make a big difference. Actually, having—I I mean, if if you've got that that Mass Effect uh, appeal um, of having a linear story plus just the openness, openness of going to these actual different yeah. pla- planets and stuff, then yeah, this is going to be like the mixture of No Man No Man's Sky versus Mass Effect that everybody's wanted for a long fucking time. It looks cool. Um, I'm I'm no, stoked was... for it. I thought it looked cool. The only, I guess, I get bummer or slight you could say is that they didn't give us, you know, real, real gameplay. Like, right. We, you know, we didn't see guys walking around on planets and really getting into it and stuff like that. 
but you know it's Bethesda, and they like to do that a month before their games come out. Right. So, but the uh, tone was set, so we know what to. Yeah. We sort of like now instead of this being like this super mysterious thing, we at least have a grasp a little bit of what it what it right. is going to be. So. And they basically said it was. I mean, they tweeted out Skyrim in space, so that kind of tells you a lot of what you need to know. Yeah. So. Um, which is I'm, good enough for me. Right. I want to run down some of these uh, some of these indies and these uh, Game Pass announcements really quick before we get to the big uh, showstopper at the end. Uh, there's this game that started up. Uh, this, the trailer started, uh, and I could have sworn it was going to be The Last Night, which was shown off at, at Xbox's um, conference like three or four years ago now, where it's like super fluid pixel art. Uh, and then it was not that. It is a game called Replaced, um, but very um, cyberpunky, um, like side-scrolling shooter platformer type situation. Yeah, but it like that. it looks replaced. Good. Looks insane. Like it, lo- it like, looks good. like I was replaced. Look to me as soon as I saw it, I was like, I of course I'm gonna play it because it's gonna be on Game Pass. Game Pass Day One. Yep. It looks like it's got the potential to be something really, really special. I mean, that yeah. looked awesome. That looked really awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm in for whatever replaces. And I think it comes out in 2022, I think they said. But that's day one Game Pass. Uh, another indie one, uh, Somerville, which seems to be uh, like f- you're with a family and a dog, uh, husband, wife, and a child. And it's like inside, but with ali- it's uh, like, aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Definitely, right, right, like inside. Right. Yeah, uh, um, that looks really I, cool. I, I, I'm gonna get that too. Um, that's something I would play. But yeah, uh, from what they were uh, explaining is, if you haven't, if you want to get like a taste of what this game is, play inside first. Don't look it up. Don't <laughs> research it. Just play inside first. I'm playing inside now, so yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to playing the uh, the mom, the dad, the and the dog they have a dog in it so i'm kind of hype about that there's a dog (laughs) (laughs) and i was like okay i kind of like the story driven kind of stuff so when i saw it it was just it was just something that piqued my interest because he gave like a head a heads up on if you want a little taste do inside first it looked like a very war of the worlds story and that i will play any game like that yes very uh very words war of the worldsy um a couple games aliens and kids yeah, uh, a couple <laughs> games that have already been out, but were are going. Hades is coming to Game Pass. Uh, not yeah, baby. Not right now, Sorry but soon. I think it's like August. They said or August. Like that. Yeah. yeah, August. Uh, but then really, I was like, we're gonna get at least two games that are on Game Pass right now, and we got like I don't know, fifteen. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple. A uh, highlight for me was uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, got rave reviews last year, so I have downloaded that. Cannot wait to kind of dive into that and see what what that's like. Um, and a bunch of Bethesda stuff was added. Um, Wolfenstein Two, Fallout and, Three, and yeah. Evil Within Two, and Fallout I actually own I own Yakuza Like a Dragon, yeah. and it was right up to me. It came out late in the year, but for me, it was up there with it could compete with any game of the year. Like it's. Yeah such a really just fun game to play like the characters are hilarious i mean there's there's a, some pretty long cutscenes in and stuff like that 
Um, but the characters are all awesome, man. And they, they did a really good job with the story. You get yeah. really invested into it. And, um, the world's cool. I like the turn-based combat. You know, I was too, never, I like I played the other stuff. ones and I was just awful. I felt like I was button mashing. If you're good at fighting games, you find yourself being pretty good at the other ones. I'm not good at fighting games. So Same. like the other ones, I just, you know, there was a ton of moves, but I just found myself tapping A until I was ready to like, you know, get to the, I wasn't <laughs> trying to input all these commands and yeah. stuff like that. And they do a really good job with Like a Dragon, man. There's, there's funny summon spells in Like a Dragon. And I mean, it's it's awesome. Yeah, I was I'm, really excited. I'm excited to check that out. And a whole bunch more people are about to be able to check that out. Uh, yeah. It's easily 50, 60 hours. Easily. Oof. Um, but it's I, funny, though. Yeah, it's funny. So maybe it'll go by faster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a game that I have loved ever since I saw the first like teaser trailer for it. Um, and I was surprised to see it here. And I got very excited when it was Atomic Heart. Uh, we still have no date. Uh, but this is a... like weird sci-fi like system shock russian shocky kind of thing yeah just wild uh and it will be on game pass day one there was no date given uh it does say 2021 on their website though so uh maybe we should expect something from them soon but that game is so unique and interesting i am just i'm here for it um all the monsters and stuff look insane. There was like this like little Lego guy where his head kept opening up, like riding around on a unicycle in front of you at the beginning of the trailer. I mean, just all the weapon types. Oh my God. It looks like madness. All stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That looked really cool. I'm excited for that. Um, And then we had the, we were kind of wondering, well, what are they going to show at the end? Oh, just for Ryza or Forza Horizon, Forza (laughs) Horizon five. And, it was insane. It was like some of the crazy. The only thing that sucks is like, and I noticed this. I couldn't tell if it was like us in the Discord having problems with it. No, they were having problems outputting their video of Horizon uh, or Forza Horizon Five. Um, so when it got all pixelated, when the guy was going through the water, that was on their end, and they like literally could not output the video. So um, <laughs> all the other stuff we saw looked incredible. Like they said something like they had these crazy cameras set up for 24 hours shooting 12k video of the sky in mexico uh to yeah, make sure right. that it was accurate it's just how like, big is that file you think yeah oh exactly. don't want to think about it yeah video file, right like literally every hours. year there's more for, there's more forza stuff every year and every year it's like how more realistic can this get yeah like it seriously sick, man. it looks sick uh, it, it was but, awesome what killed me was that they gave it a whole like i feel like it was 30 minutes of yeah. just talking about the background of the game like how they like what chris said they set up the cameras to get the sun i'm like like really y'all really went that deep so, this time like so when it when it blew my mind when it like really like clicked on what they were talking about was they were coming up they were like it's our highest point ever and you can see for miles and they come up over the mountain and come start coming down the hill and you can literally see out as far as you could possibly Forever. see there was no like it was I insane i didn't see popping like no mm-mm. it was insane i tell you what uh, <laughs> as as somebody who just traveled aco- across the country twice <laughs> on a 30 hour trip yeah. both times um 
photos do absolutely nothing to show distance and scale. Yeah. Right. And so to to have very recently seen what it looks like to drive on, you know, or, or to drive in an area or to go up onto like an overlook where you can just see, you know, 15 miles away. And then to try to take a picture of it and tell someone that it looks cool. They're just like, okay, I trust you. Yeah. You know? So, so to see that, uh, in that, in that Forza trailer, I I don't really care about, I mean, I'm not going to play this game. I I don't play racing games, uh, but the thing they're trying to do looks amazing. And I haven't seen anything else like it that, uh, kind of specifically because it's a car thing that you're doing on the road which is the thing that people actually do in their normal everyday life. Yeah. I feel like it's a draw to just be like, Hey, here's a road trip simulator. Just like, here's what beautiful landscapes look like when you drive through them. Yeah. Now, I don't know, go get a high score or something. <laughs> I, I spend most of my time in horizon four, just not even doing what I'm supposed to just driving because it does look so good. Like, um, and so I'm excited just to drive around. Like, yeah, it, like I mean, I rewatched it. I rewatched this. I rewatched it on my big screen in 4K. Like, you know, like, and it's mind blowing, man. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to play it. I just want to oh. drive around. Like, yeah, you're probably just barriers. You're yeah. just like, you're just constantly going off the road. You're like, oh, geez, I was watching the horizon. <laughs> yeah, even yeah. At the road. You know, yeah. don't text I mean, each and it's arcadey. The Horizon series is arcade. So, like, that's why I never really got into standard Forza Motorsport because I just stimulate. I'm not going to be tweaking the gears on the car and all that. I mean, just let <laughs> I mean, me just... get the car and hit the gas and go. That's all I want to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to learn how to brake in uh, regular Forza. You can't. <laughs> right. I think in, but in Horizon, you can't customize your cars and stuff, though, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. they have a crazy. I mean, mostly from a look standpoint and mm. paint jobs and stuff but it's not like in uh in in motorsports it's like changing your all gear the, yeah. shift differential and all this guy you know that i whatever like yeah. but in depending on the race you know, you're going to change like the grip of your tires because yeah, you know there are like, more left turns than right turns like stuff weird. like that. right uh and horizon it's just pick a car crazy paint job go for it check and, out and i did right. like that they're doing uh kind of the dirt thing that or i guess dirt recently did where they kind of have like um a lab that where you can build weird sort of tracks and different um stuff like that i think that'll break up some of the monotony of driving games where you start getting a little bored by drive here do the race drive here do the race if there's that lab stuff right. and it's like implemented well you could we could see some like fun interesting things uh in there i think so that's very cool that's that's why i can't wait to play road 96 i just can't wait to play that <laughs> <laughs> nice i'll play that more so than forza right um okay so yeah microsoft and bethesda absolutely crushed it uh they were fantastic uh moving on to not so crushing it things square enix and that's all there is Woo-hoo. to say about that all right yeah. uh they opened yeah. the show uh eaters all over yeah they opened the show with uh, <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. with guardians of the galaxy which um I don't know. I, I I maybe thought it was going to be like a co-op thing because you have all the team members, but nope. It is a single-player story-based thing where you um, where you can kind of give out commands to the rest of the team. Uh, yeah, kind of 
a squad almost like mm-hmm. it almost reminded me of like a squad based thing and star lore you know he's kind of calling out all of the stuff but well, it's but in like third person you, action you, yeah you like yeah. walk around you have your dialogue and then you're like all right you squad member go left you squad member go right oh no rocket will remember that um, right you know it's you make some decisions it. and they have impacts when the game when that trailer started i actually thought it was going to be more telltale uh, telltale oriented where mm. it was more about the decision making and yeah. less about that. any sort of yeah, combat I um i think yeah, they're so gonna it, go there for a little like i think they're gonna try like i the thing that worries me is like we saw the interaction with the team the guardians on the ship and they were kind of having the conversation and star lord's kind of saying hey i want to do this and do that i agree with Groot, or i don't i'm worried that like you're gonna spend so much time doing that and then it's gonna be like okay now see the uh, repercussions of whatever you did now that you go to whatever planet and it's just walk straight through this area and every now and then do we it's going to be these predetermined forks in the row it just I, I, I'm worried it's going to be very generic like in that regard like I just don't trust Square Enix especially coming off of Avengers to do it any sort of justice the graphically I would say it looked I would graphics looked awesome I thought they did a really good job with that yeah, but as far as this being something that just looks really fun to play, like combat looked okay. There was a couple cool little team moves here and there, and it just looks kind of off. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. And maybe it's just because, like, in our minds, we have this idea because we have had two movies. It's the same thing that we yeah. have with Avengers, right? You're like, this doesn't look right. It could it could look graphically amazing, but for some reason. It just doesn't compute in our brains the way that it should, you know. Like oh, yeah. for me, I, I mean, the say, easy I think way it's an I can of the movie and the yeah, game. the easy way I can I felt that was uh, you know, like when, jo- you know, Baptiste character when uh, Mister Invisible himself spoke, and it was like, well, this is I the I know these characters and their humor so well from Guardians of the Galaxy, so to hear like this new set of actors make jokes with these same characters just doesn't feel right because the like humor is and timing is so important to uh you know characters and a group like that so to hear an entire group try to basically recreate that uh, like to create humor that's really hard like regardless of the quality of the game or the graphics or any of that stuff just to get a brand new set of actors to to recreate humor that you're really familiar with is always going to be hard. So, right. um, not and that not that we should give them a have. pass for that necessarily, but that is a struggle. And uh, you know, I, I for me, that's where that uncanny valley comes from. Where yeah, I'm just like, yeah. ah, they they nailed it in the movies, and I want them to nail it here. Yeah. In the movies, we and these people have built up chemistry, right? In yeah. the movies, mm-hmm. so like in this, you know, you they 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 bounce it off each other, and it feels natural as opposed to like I kind of. Uh, compare it to the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. Like, I've watched Spider-Verse so many times that every time I hear Miles talk in the PlayStation game, I it, it, when it doesn't sound like the same guy from this Spider-Verse, right. it just throws me <laughs> off. I'm like, you should have just got Shamar to do the voice <laughs> for the game. Like, yeah. I just keep, I, like, I feel like he is Miles Morales. Like, so it's, yeah, it I just totally throws agree. me off. The the funny thing with that is I don't know if maybe there were contractual differences that they couldn't deal with, but um, obviously if they tried to get with uh, 
the MCU people, it's a totally different ballgame. But just uh, being somebody that played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the Guardians there were 100 times better than what they've shown already in, in the Square version. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Their, their mouths um, also were animated very poorly. So when they were talking, it was just kind of like... Yeah, and yeah. I think that was a that was a performance issue, and I I I was watching uh, Alana Pierce's stream of this uh, when it was going, and uh, it was it was really funny seeing somebody that has done voice work to to be like, wow, yeah, this really doesn't feel right, and so I'm really wondering how early this this demo was actually created because if they're gonna release in four months, yeah, they might that's... have some work to do. Well, so that that's, was a, if this yeah. if it was a year away, I'd be I'd you know I'd give it a pass. But when they said October, I was like, oh man! Like the one is... the one thing I did really enjoy about the trailer was when uh, he like he probably filled a meter of some type that I missed, but he ended up jumping up the air and pressing play on the cassette tape, which then started playing music that we're familiar with, and like the whole team was kicking mm-hmm. ass. I was like, that's cool, like that. If that works right, if you like build up, like if you are comboing attacks enough to build up a meter that then you can pop and use that, that could be interesting. But everything but else kind of has to work. Is, so maybe we need to right now pitch the Star Lord uh, action combat RPG music game. That that's uh, literally that what Guardians that was. Though he had to fill he had to fill and, up a meter in order to use that mm-hmm. ability. It was like an all. There were some basically. combo moves. Yeah. Like yeah. And, like you saw Rocket pull out the ginormous. But the thing is though, like whenever you see, you would just see a lot going on on screen. I'm yeah. like, well, it was tough to see what was Star happening. Star Lord's back. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, are they gonna cut to these special moves? Like, are we gonna get angles? Or are we just yeah. gonna assume it's happening and just hear see Star Lord back the whole time? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, it I mean, but you gotta kinda think about what this particular game is catering to. Like this game yeah. is not just catering to Guardian of the Galaxy fans. It's catering to people who like to play third person tactical games. I mean that's that's truly what it is. It's not like they're going to be like giving you all oh, and not just third person tactical games, third person tactical games with choice and Yeah. There was also know, like a stump like a stun meter. On one of the characters, right. like so, yeah. there's like Which was... defenses you have to break down and stuff. So this could be deeper than it appeared to be. It's gonna be deeper. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think it's. I think what they need to do is a like a, they did a pretty deep dive today, but like you need to like sit there and break every little thing down uh, yeah. before yeah. you before you like start selling copies of that game. I think. I, I think I, I think October is too early to release it for them showcasing it at this point. Mm-hmm. But they're going to do what they're going to do. And the, technically, they're in the middle of filming a movie, so they couldn't really? really, I'm assuming, get the voice actors. Guardians for 3, them. yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, to, it, to be honest, it's Eidos Montreal, and I feel like they kind of need a break. Like, they, right. they've just been doing Avengers. They've probably just been doing Avengers for, like, the past four full years, and they're trying to break away by still doing marvel properties so uh yeah the the last almost original thing they did was shadow of the tomb raider i won't call so. it i won't call it dead on arrival i will say we'll see <laughs> you know because there's That's a lot of like has a better chance than avengers. <laughs> yeah. i think it's we'll got a better that. chance than avengers but 
I just there was so many mechanics going on. I'm like, we got a stun meter. This yeah. dude, we got all these bars. You got the the choices, and then in the middle of combat, this dude pops up like eight different things to select from. It yeah. was just so much going on. Right. And I assume those menus change depending on which character you're trying to, you know, combo attack with, it or or like, like who's who likes you. Like if apparently yeah, I was say, yeah. what your choices are for each yeah. character. You might change. What, what if you just like what if you just piss off the entire team and you can't actually pull off any team stuff like throughout the rest of the game? It'd be so great. I guess you follow it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carlos, you had some stuff here in the Square Enix. Uh, you're hella hype for Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am hype for that. Uh, well, number one, uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, it looked like a dmc it looked like devil may cry kind of kind of experience um but it's also kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that they're doing the uh the pixel remasters of the first six final fantasies um because for anybody that has played the og games the you know nes final fantasy um you'll know you'll notice that stranger of paradise is actually straight up canon to the original game um, and that could actually lead to a lot of things because I, I can't remember which games because I know Japan had a different experience with it, but um, the the first few games in the series were about the Warriors of Light uh, and that main bad guy who ends up being Chaos. There's all this time travel bullshit, and it, it's one of those things that's like, all right, if, if we're working with Final Fantasy VII Remake right now, um, you know, are they going to... Are they going to just keep branching off this old canon and, and making just little minute changes to it, giving us different game types? Because uh, that's, that's exciting. Um, but apparently those Pixel ones were only Steam and mobile. Yeah. Which was odd. Like, so we'll see. I feel like that's still got to get to Switch at some point. I don't know if they'd actually stop it at just like phones and, and PC. But uh, I, I think they're they're on to something here uh and i really team ninja almost can never do any wrong uh i'm i'm a, a team ninja faithful so any action game that they make i'm down for and apparently there was a ps5 demo available like right at, after the thing it, yeah but according yeah. to twitter it was corrupted and nobody could download it. <laughs> that sounds right games, that so. sounds like square yeah sounds uh, about right <laughs> uh i i put a game on this list that i realized is actually in the microsoft conference because i'm a fool uh and i was yep. like yeah i didn't oh. think there was anything okay. in square that i liked i put contra uh contraband in here uh and that's actually a microsoft game so uh um, that was the avalanche one yeah the avalanche um, co-op heist game uh but that said they... it it, it's got some of the Square Enix uh, people, I'm sure, because it's got uh, oh, for... previous Just Cause people in it. Right, because Avalanche. So, right. Um, it was also weird yeah. that they said Microsoft Game Studios. I almost took that as like, wait, is this some sort of shadow? Like, we actually bought Avalanche Studios, and like they just <laughs> just scooped that in there. Like, hey, and they, they could have just said, you know, Avalanche, but they called it Microsoft Game Studios, and then they showed that afterwards. But... Uh, um, yeah, we didn't get much on it, but no, it's just a know. teaser. But that, if if you're saying it's just cause co-op heist game, sure, that sounds like pretty fun. much, yeah. Um, something that wasn't Square Enix that I forgot to write down, but uh, I remember it happening when it, it when we were doing the live stream, um, is the Life is Strange remastered collection. 
is free if you purchase the new Life is Strange game. Um, and I think I was like, well, that's how you get everybody in. Like, yep. if you haven't played the game before and the new game is coming out, if you pre-order it, you get the, all the old game, like, or the old games. Like, that's, that is very smart uh, for people that are launching a new game or any, that's like, that's just very good synergy to uh, be like, hey, if you pre-order this, you get that. Uh, South Park did it with um, Stick of Truth and uh, Fractured mm-hmm. Butthole. Fractured Butthole, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I just thought that was really smart and well done. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to play it, uh, but very good on them. <laughs> Shell, we're still down. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm playing it. There was a few I... little ones that got kind of snuck under there because there was another one. We The JRPG was a Udian Chronicle that they showed. Yeah. It looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, I didn't announce two of those. It's like, two games. Yeah, yeah. That um, was actually a, a Kickstarter that uh, has been going for the past couple of years. It made a shit ton of money, and yeah, there's almost fifty thousand backers for that. So whew. that's that's why it had that beautiful two D HD look because they got some money looked, behind it. It looked awesome, and of course, Game Pass. So I'm gonna try it, and I guess it's like a spiritual successor to like Suikoden on PS One and. Or I guess they had PS2 ones as well. Interesting. Um, no, that looked awesome too. So yeah, the creators uh, attached are fantastic. They're really old JRPG big timers. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, JRPG stuff today. Uh, with I mean, with Square, you're going to get that and and all that. But um, yeah, so then we had a couple smaller showcases. Uh, mostly highlighted some indie games. So we're going to run through uh, some of those. They're a lot of fun. Uh, so let's let's do that. Carlos, you have Citizen Sleeper written down here. Yeah, Citizen Sleeper. Uh, it's by Fellow Traveler, who released Genesis Noir, Neocab, Paradise Killer. Like These are all really great indies over the past year and a half. Yes. Um, it's, it's basically a really pretty visual novel that also in, uh, involves dice rolls for actions that you do. That's right, yeah. Um, and it it's very much a spiritual successor to Blade Runner. Like literally, the entire plot that they that they released in this video today was basically saying that you are uh, a Blade Runner. You are a, an AI uh, an AI Hunter. person that is falling apart basically, and you're trying to you pull your life together and and deconstruct your creators uh, and do crime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, crime. Literally, what they they basically they literally said do crime. Uh, because of of what they did to you and and who you are, so it it seems like a very exciting kind of game. Maybe not exciting gameplay, perhaps, um, but that's kind of fellow travelers thing is is really uh, emotionally driven narrative stuff that uh, I I'm immediately down for it. Yeah, that looked that looked that pretty interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what they started that PC gaming showcase off with, I think it was the first thing they showed, was Dodgeball Academia, which it is the year of the dodgeball. Uh, but this it is, sure is. <laughs> this is like a like pixel or not not pixel, uh, almost like Scott Pilgrim uh, type of art art style, comic book art style. Uh, that is a dodgeball RPG. Uh, that seems like mm. it was also when you're in the actual matches, it might be turn based. Um, so that seemed pretty cool. Um, and maybe that's, maybe it's not turn-based. Maybe you're just throwing the ball back and forth, but um, it looked pretty rad. I was like, this is cool. Cause then there's scenes of him running around the world and like talking to people. And I was like, this could be cool. Cause stuff like golf story was awesome. 
you know so like this it does look, it does look turn-based yeah it does I'm watching yeah. it now yeah. yeah that that one could be really cool um so keep an eye out on that one check out that trailer um another one that uh brought back some um vintage memories for me is giga smash um this is a king of the monsters type kaiju battler that also has like in the midst of battle like when you're like knocking people away some very smash brosy type animations um but this just looks like a good time is what this looks like um so if you're into kaiju battlers or godzilla movies or anything like that this is right up your alley or if you're a big fan of king of monsters um that old S and K game. Uh, then Thomas, this is one you were all about. Silt. Uh, Silt. That is a limbo kind of looking side scroller, dark, spoopy game. Yes. Uh, it, it takes place underwater, and it looks like you kind of like you're in a scuba suit, and you kind of mind control fish and animals around your environment to solve yeah. environmental puzzles. Um. And everything has like sharp edges. Like everything looks dangerous. Uh, it's very much a, a, a spoopy side scroller. Uh, I'm I'm really interested in it. They they showed it at least three times by the end of all the recaps. And uh, yeah, I I'm very interested. It's it's uh, cool man. Yeah, it's that one kind of genre. If if you are into those things, you're gonna love it. If you're not, then you won't. Uh, but yeah, silt, black and white, spoopy underwater it, side scroller. yeah it, it's got that abzu plus horror vibe to it because it's it's like it's still uh gorgeous and it's a a place that you want to explore it's just that it's also horrifying and terrifying yeah, <laughs> yeah like I'm just, really gonna, I'm just gonna swim out of this area oh god i'm in a mouth i need to get out of here right now yeah, there are a lot of teeth around me oh god <laughs> yeah um now we have the uh sort of honey i shrunk the kids type vibe that's not grounded uh it's called tiny kin uh it's like a little boy gets shrunk down in his house and he's like trying to become big again but he has like little pikmin type characters with him like very comic booky art style it looks super cool <laughs> like as soon as it started we were all like oh look at this this looks nice uh and it's just very like you're so tiny and now you're like having to move things around the house like hop into a mug to like roll around it's just like it just seemed very like a cool concept um sort of like uh what's that game that just came out it takes two like they get shrunk down and like are doing things in the house it's kind of like that but uh with like some sort of pikmin-esque thing going on there looked very cool honey that looks very nice honey i shrunk the kin <laughs> That's uh, uh both of those oh, both yeah. the last two games are twenty twenty two games, unfortunately. But yes. we'll definitely be looking for those. Yes. Um then uh I believe this was in the PC gaming one. Lemnus Gate. I hope I'm saying that correctly. This is a turn based shooter uh that has like a time loop sort of mechanic. I, I've seen this teased a couple times now, uh, but it like kind of made more sense when I saw it in action. Um where like you kind of have heroes, it, they said it's almost like an XCOM like, but it's a shooter. Mm. So it was very, um, it just looks super interesting to have like a time loop where now you're like strategically trying to do things to affect the timeline, um, and in a competitive shooter type thing, that that's fascinating and interesting and an interesting concept, I think. 
Um, okay, my honorable my honorable yes, mention for PC was uh was Backbone. Um, oh trash yes, Trash Panda Detective. Yeah, that's out uh, now on Game Pass. Nobody really like talked about it too much. Yep, yep. it's out now. Um, I I love it. I mean, I, I love the side scrolling noir Trash Panda. That's that's what I really <laughs> like. I mean, they showed a little bit of it in PC gaming. Um, yeah, the PC gaming showcase. Um, but because it's out now, it's not really getting a whole lot of attention. Yeah. I mean, it's getting a little bit of attention, but not as much as this is what's coming. It's already out. And I think people should really take a look into it because it has a detective feel. Um, that n- new animal noir feel is uh, is is piquing a lot of people's interest, not just because it's human, but it's animals solving murder mysteries. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, it's like a venture you're game. You're a detective yeah. trash panda and... It, yeah, you're Detective Trash Panda, and you get to uh, solve um, the newest murder in your town. Yeah, it's like in uh, Vancouver or something, uh, but it's all like different yeah. animals. Yeah, it's it it looks mm-hmm. cool. I've noticed since uh, Raw Fury's like PR director that was there for a while left, they've just been kind of releasing games, and all of Raw, almost all of Raw Fury's stuff goes to Game Pass day one, and so I feel like they feel like they don't have to do as much PR anymore just because it just goes to Game Pass and they feel like people will just stumble up on it. Uh, But that's a mistake. You should probably pump it more. Yeah, it it does have a very cool art style. I think this game deserves it too. I'm pretty excited for that. uh, My last one was 12 Minutes, man. Oh, that's like, true. I, oh, that know, was good too. I did not I, expect I, like, that to be Game Pass. When I saw William Defoe, I was like, "Whoa!" Like I didn't realize it had that great of a cast so, either. William like, Defoe, and that <laughs> and that game, William Defoe, that game has been in development for years and has been shown off for years. And then they got um, Annapurna, I believe, is the people doing it now. Developer, De- yeah. yeah, or the uh, publisher. So they got a ton of money to like get actors to do it. So they kind of had to re go back through and record different voice actors. And it's like James McAvoy, um, Star Wars, help me. Uh, Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. And uh, William Defoe. It's uh, a guy stuck in a 12-minute time time loop. And we um, get that in August, right? Yeah, and that's on, on Game Pass mm-hmm. Day 1. And, and, yeah, I mean, cause Microsoft was cutting some checks today, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we had the Future Games Showcase, which was hosted by, uh, as Thomas called him, Nolan North and Laura oh, Bailey. Oh, uh, but it was actually you called him Nolan. Uh, uh, Dude, I do that or, no, that was it was Troy Baker. No, it, it, it was Troy Baker, okay. not Nolan North. Just they work together all the time. It's easy to confuse, and they have a show together on YouTube. Um, so yeah, this one was kind of a, a lot of indies and stuff. One that was just shown in like the highlight reel at the end that was not shown during it that just looked interesting, but I have no idea what it is, so I'm just going to throw it out here. Iron Corbo Kung Fu Janitor. No idea what this is. Uh, they just, the art style looked insane uh, on like the little clips that they were showing, so I wrote it down really quick. Looked uh, like a, huh? looked like when a I hear Kung Fu Janitor, uh, my head goes to Billy Blanks in the in the Janitor movies. It's like, no, know, this is like this looks like it's like on Adult Swim kind of or something like that. Like it's it's wild. Yeah, looking. one one Kung Fu uh, master cleaning up the streets. Yeah, you 
Uh, it looks interesting. And... Oh my god, his animation is hilarious. Yeah. You guys have to <laughs> look yeah, at Yeah, everybody it. look this up because it was just a, like, in the, like, quick, like, snippets reel. And I was like, what is that? Yeah, the, that, the, the lightning oh round. Yeah. It, it, does, it does look wild. <laughs> this is another 3D, 2D kind of situation. Yeah. It's yeah. just a... It looks like a beat em up beat em brawler. Up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, this does look awesome. Yeah, it's like, it even has the this? insert coin on the bottom of the screen. It's like, what the hell is this? Um, this is what makes know, indies so awesome. Me, though, so. Yeah, and we the, were... Indies will always make take chances like this that yes. a lot of mainline studios won't take. And that's is, this is why indies are great. Man. And that's why kind of, like kind of besides the Elden Ring announcement and Microsoft and Bethesda, indies have been carrying this E3. Carrying yeah. it. Yeah. And they're backwards. <laughs> like, well, they also don't need you know a giant sound studio to motion capture while everybody, you know everybody else is at home because COVID, so they can't throw on mocap suits and they can't do whatever. And indies, these dudes yeah. are like, well, we've been making games in the closet our whole lives. So yeah, they can, you know, <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. They also can do it. Like, they also showed more Harold Halibut. Uh, we talked about Harold Halibut on the last episode, and I think the episode before. That game is amazing. Check it out. Uh, one that they showed yesterday, I think, but kind of like we really understood what it was more today was Kiwi. Uh, which oh, you're, that's a cute game. Yeah, you're like two Kiwis that are, it almost uh-huh. looks, it's a co-op game where it looks like, it's it looks as hectic as Overcooked, but you're like trying to put yeah. words in a letter together and then get that letter to where it needs to go or like get it like shipped out. Yep. You are Kiwis who run the Postal Service. Yes. Postal Service. It looks like fun. Nice thing is, uh, we'll 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 be able to, I guess, get our hands on more of these, right? But I think Tuesday is the big Steam and Xbox demo event for a lot of these indies. So yeah, and we well, some a... of these for future games are actually available now as demos, uh, but not all of them. They kind of teased that they were, and then while we were while it was happening, we kept checking the ones that we wanted to play, and uh, they they were not available to play. Uh, also, this I I do want to ha- I have a big gripe with this future games conference that they did they kept showing cinematic trailers for indie games if you're trying to show off what an indie game is show us the game and literally they have trailers ready for these games when you go to the steam site they're there but you just showed us a cinematic trailer that literally told me nothing about what the game actually is and it was incredibly infuriating it was like four or five games in a row that we did not see what the game was at all it's like, so most of this? these demos are available like this week? Question mark. Some are available in August. I know. Uh, they're yeah, available they, Tuesday uh, and Wednesday for the uh, Steam Fest. Uh, they were right. talking about during the well, cool. PC games thing. I mean, they showed all the five seconds one. of Kung Fu Janitor, and it got right. Too interested, right? So I feel like as games get artsy enough, uh, they don't even necessarily have to appeal from a gameplay perspective. People can be like, okay, I kind of like this vibe. Sure, I'll play your demo. Yeah, but there was one um, that was like a Souls-like uh, with like a mouse or something. And they were talking, they did this whole long thing. And it has the narrator is the Geralt, is Geralt of Rivia. But they did this Yeah, that whole- was uh, Elden Strike, right? Iron Strike or something. Yeah, uh, yeah something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, but it, it like... There's Eldest Souls was a game. Eldest Souls is the one that was totally egregious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the gameplay looked amazing. And it was like, why the hell would but you not show this? But it didn't show, show any of it at the presentation. That's yes. right, that's right. Um, so yeah, just like I know You're that like, show me pictures of gameplay. I I don't have like 
I, I love this time of year, right? And I don't want to discourage developers or whoever to not show stuff, but show stuff that you have. Like, don't show, yeah. like, I, I don't waste, don't waste our time. Is basically well, what I'm well I mean, I mean, show what you got, but it, the, show the me what you got. You like looked it up and you're like, this thing is good. I wish they would have shown the good thing that they have. Because, because literally, like, I know that. They don't have the good thing yet, but these guys did. So it is surprising that they didn't, right. you know, show it if, if it seems pretty cool. And my thing is, too, is like, we're outliers, right? Like, we are like crazy enthusiasts about this shit. So we're going to look it up while it's happening. If people are watching this stream, they're just watching this stream and they're like, oh, well, I really didn't see anything in that. Show your shit. Yeah. Like, you got to show what you got. Like, because this is your time to do it. I just, I, it's confusing to me that, like, they just rely so hard on hardcores that they, well, like, hey, the casuals we, that are watching. Wanna, like, come on, If we want to really have a conversation about this uh, another time, I think there's so much to dig into. And I yeah. think we could actually bring some, like, good guests in and stuff. Yes. But when we were watching yesterday and then also especially uh, two days ago, uh, what is it, Sunday? So three days ago? We saw a whole lot of indies that come from a film and TV background. Yes. And I think as games are becoming more accessible to a lot of people who don't normally play games, I mean, look at Goose Game. Uh, my my partner is in the art community, and so she, like she doesn't follow gaming Twitter as much as she follows illustration, like Illustrator Twitter. Mm. And everybody in Illustrator Twitter was into Goose Game because it's such a hilarious, beautiful game yeah. that it just permeated that that community. So I think as this stuff uh, becomes more widespread, we're starting to see people who have not a games background but a film background get yeah. into this stuff. And I think that's why, especially with these indies we have these presentations that would appeal to uh, to moviegoers and trailer, you know, TV trailer lovers uh, as opposed to traditional gamers. And for better or for worse, I think that's something that we're going to see a lot more as we move forward um, because people are just excited to pitch their thing the way that they see it, not necessarily the way that gamers traditionally consume it. It just seems like a, like a major miss. Like... Uh, like a lot of these games are indies that are just trying to get seen and like putting a cinematic trailer for your heavy lore based dark souls thing or dark souls like literally does nothing for me and uh, for a lot of people does nothing for them and they're like oh well i guess i'm just skipping that because that I, I have no idea what that is like it's yeah. just it seems like a, a weird there's like a weird marketing thing that still happens in games that doesn't quite compute with what all hardcore gamers know is like what we want and like what even just like layman's want. They want to see what it is. They don't want to have to like go somewhere to find out what it is. Like that doesn't make any sense. It's just, yeah. it's so confusing, but <laughs> there's other good games here going on a rant. Um, something, called, <laughs> <laughs> something called red solstice two. Uh, so that that would I would assume there was a Red Solstice one. Uh, yeah, maybe not I, though. I, I uh, never heard of it. Yeah, I um, mean, <laughs> I hope there's a first one. Yeah, uh, this was like a. I kept trying to remember exactly what this was, but it was like a XCOMI type something. As far as oh, I oh yeah, remember. you're right. Yeah, I'm trying um, to check it out now. Yeah. yeah, but you could you could like team up with buddies and like so you could either be running solo and like 
directing your squad where to go, or you could be running uh, with a full squad of uh, players uh, playing together. And that seemed cool. Um, could use maybe a little more polish, but it is an indie, so you know. Um, and I think this one was a ways out as well. So, but that was that's a that's you know little something that popped up on the radar. Uh, who put Death Trash in here? <laughs> oh, that was me, baby. <laughs> yeah. Death Trash, let's go. Uh, <laughs> let me let me find my notes here. Uh, I wrote down that Death Trash is a twin stick isometric where you make decisions and stuff. Um, yep. This was a game where it seems so. It's an isometric, right? And you, uh, anytime it seemed like anytime the protagonist encountered enemies, they always like lined up their shot. So it's very much one of those. Hey, something is about to happen. Dodge it kind of things like uh navigate this world in a way that you're not just gonna get shot uh w when you had uh you know when you had a red line pointing straight to you um it's that and then also some like talking to people and you had decisions to make you could say you know this thing or that thing and who knows what that stuff is really gonna mean but it seems like uh it at least has light role-playing mechanics to it yeah uh I'm here for it. I mean, we, we, you know, much like a lot of these things, we don't actually know that much about it, but uh, it's twin stick. You dodge stuff and you make light decisions. All of that appeals to me. Yep. Yeah. It, oh, it very much looks like, like a uh, Rita boy. And, or... and it helps that it's a, a survival kind of type game, too. So that's why I kind of was like, oh, tra Death Trash, that's another post apocalyptic game. Um, and Shell, we got, we got. Survival slash farming, farming yep. slash Cats. kill vibe simulators. There, yeah, there's just a bunch of a stuff. <laughs> this 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 particular presentations they gave us a lot of those, uh, which is like as saying in chat earlier, it's a lot demon oriented, but they're like mostly survival demons. <laughs> Yay, survival demons! <laughs> yeah, right. fight the survival demons survival in order cat to, demons. to die the right, right way. So uh, since we do have uh, we do have Shell and Steve on, uh, I just wanted to ask uh, with with the hundreds of games that we've learned about over the weekend, uh, is there anything that has surprised you so far, Shell, or or are you are we just waiting for the Nintendo uh, Direct or something? You know I'm waiting for Nintendo Direct. I don't even know why you ask me that. <laughs> I'm waiting for the 15th. I'm really. I mean, all of this is kind of like an appetizer, but I'm just really, really waiting for the 15th because I want to put. I want Nintendo to put this, the rumors to rest. Like Switch Pro or no? Like which one? Switch Pro or no? Well, they already said I have it's no not going to be there. Nintendo is going to do like, and of course I know Carl's going to laugh at this because I'm always <laughs> kind of taking jabs at my Switch a little bit. But <laughs> to, like, I, it's like you know we all have fond memories because we grew up with Nintendo. But my thing is, I there's just times where I feel like I I'm just past Nintendo. Never quite gets me right there, man. It's like they it's like right here like. It's like they could give it to us, but with what we want, but they don't. They just they'll they'll go close enough and then don't like they'll do like what they do with Skyward Sword and sell you fast travel in the form of an amiibo, like stuff Charlie like that. Brown, like, they Charlie Brown and Lucy that that shit. Yeah, they put the football. Yeah, out it's like and they they're just like, oh, they're almost there. We're almost there. All right, with paid service. Right. They could unify <laughs> their exactly. online network and make it the best online network ever. Like, 
there's no way in heck that the 3DS store should be so much better than the Switch eShop. You know what I mean? Like, why is it just one thing? Like, it should all be one thing. Again this morning, and I accidentally pressed the wrong button. I was like, "Well, guess I have to scroll down for 19 minutes to get to the thing." So to <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> like you should be able to download. The Switch. They haven't figured out this is a problem yet. Well, you I... know what I mean? It's like I should be able to download all the same stuff on 3DS across Switch. It's like Nintendo. That would just make too. Much. They could charge 20 bucks a month for their online service. But, if I could go on there and download podcast. all those same games, like. But this is not a podcast about uh, railing on the Switch, which Nintendo. we normally do. Yeah. So uh, circle back to circle. This is a podcast about death and trash. Sorry, you yeah, me. Seems like death. Yes. Death trash. I would circle back to what Carlos's fault. He started it. Well, I would oh, yes. circle back to what Carlos asked. Uh, the first thing he asked before he also threw the Nintendo <laughs> thing in there yeah, was: Is there anything that's going, like? Man. Is there anything that surprised you uh, so far uh, from E3? Uh, well, the only Honestly, thing that surprised me so far... I'm sorry, go ahead, Steve. I would say the indies were... Re- I didn't expect the amount of stuff to be hitting Game Pass. So I would say that was a pretty big surprise. A lot of the indies like were really, really good quality stuff. Like I was yeah. definitely pleased. Like Honestly, and then Halo for me, you know, as a big Halo fan, I... I had hopes that they were going to do it justice. I, To me, they just exceeded all of my expectations when it came to the Halo stuff today. I thought they were going to be like somewhere in the middle, but they kind of exceeded my Halo expectations. So I would say after seeing Halo today, I was definitely like took that sigh of relief. Like I was I was really hyped for that. So I would say Halo was the big one for me. Chill. Um, my big one is Redfall. We didn't talk about it. Oh, but, that's uh, great. How did we not talk Redfall. about it? Redfall. Shit. Because that's shell job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. My bad. But no, uh, Redfall, only because it's it's a combination of all my favorite things. Plus, there's a little bit of shooter action in there. I'm, I don't really play shooters, but it's a combination of all my favorite things and there you can play as one of the one of the many i think it's like five or six fighters that you can play as um and there's vampires yeah (laughs) to be clear what what we think this is from the cg trailer is like a hero shooter team-based they said it's open world um you play with play with friends uh and you're you're hunting vamps that sounds like a blast yeah and and i want to do that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it's arcane, so we know that the quality is going to be there. It's going to be good quality, right. yes. But it doesn't come out until summer 2022. So I think that was my biggest takeaway of, besides indies, you know, I'm an indie lover, but uh, my biggest takeaway from uh, the big label, you know, Bethesda's thing was Redfall. And I mean, I even like that they have um, a black woman in the game. I mean, we don't see a lot of black women, pro, you know, pro tags in games like that and she looks really dope she looks fierce so i'm yeah. i'm definitely there for it yeah i can't believe we missed that there was just so much in the microsoft bethesda conference it was a lot and i feel like they I, there's i don't think there was one thing in the xbox bethesda conference that i was like well this sucks it's just yeah. like it was just like 
whatever. The Pete Hines thing was a little bit, I would say, the only real lull when he kind of was like, hey, you know, evil within Fallout. These are coming. The Fallout 76, yeah. like compared to everything else, Fallout 76, you're like, this is like 100 years old. Yeah, like, and Elder know, Scrolls Online was all kind of tied <laughs> into that as well. But yeah, like, yeah. but it wasn't, I was just like, oh, this isn't for me. It wasn't like the yeah. Bethesda conference or, or not the Bethesda, but the, uh, the Gearbox conference, you know, like it wasn't that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> That's another, another, <laughs> to be honest, another big takeaway is 2022 is going to be huge. Hell yeah. I mean, it's because yeah. we have to think the stuff that Microsoft and Bethesda have showed off a year ago, we really didn't get any updates on. And so, you know, and all that stuff hits. 2022 i mean it's gonna be nuts like yeah mm-hmm. 2022 is gonna be huge everybody's gonna be back on track you know we didn't even and, talk yeah, about and, we didn't even talk about them announcing outer outer worlds too like, right the announcement right. so, probably the best trailer yeah. ever yes <laughs> this is a great trailer like the Dude, coolest part only, about it oh i was only watching that trailer uh and then i actually put my headphones on and by the end of it like steve you had made some remark about the narrator it, like in chat and i was like what and i put my headphones on i'm like oh it's a funny trailer it's yeah, a funny it's hilarious. one <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like it's taking itself very seriously um the the coolest thing about that is uh xbox leaned into exactly what you're saying there steve like they have a really good graphic of six xbox game releases in six months this is like the fuck you to everybody else it's like all right july <laughs> is uh microsoft flight simulator psychonauts 2 is in august Back for Blood, October. Uh, Age of Empires 4, also October. Then Forza Horizon 5. Then Halo Infinite. And then we get to 2022, and that's fucking Elden Ring right off the bat. And hopefully, maybe hopefully, uh, uh, Plague Tale 2. I am stupid stoked about Ooh, that. Yes. We didn't even, yeah. Right. There's just so much. Redemption we, or Resurrection or something like that? Uh, Requiem. Wait. Looks like looks yeah, like a right, wave right. tail. The way all those rats were coming in in the uh, in the dude. The oh my god! You, you didn't finish it, did you? Scary. Yeah, yeah. If if you finish the the first plague tale, you'll and and then watch that trailer, you'll be like, oh shit! I actually I absolutely have to play this like right now. It's yes. gonna be good. The first one was scary, but it's playable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one there's we a did lot not... coming. Man. There's a happy game as well. Oh right. Which uh not nolan wow. north um himself said uh it is a cheerful jaunt into a world of wonder and man it's terrifying Absolutely it's, terrifying. it's very spoopy um yeah uh it's, it's a side scroller <laughs> technically and uh yeah very creepy very creepy hardly happy at all yeah and then the other Amazing. one we just mentioned it but i don't think we actually spend any time talking about it is back for blood uh they had uh, a great conference because they had 30 set uh 30 minutes set aside for it in between and it was stuff, a 10 yeah. <laughs> yeah and it was a 10 minute show and honestly it was perfect uh it revealed details on the multiplayer mode which is called spawn um it is just like in left for dead it is a humans versus uh you know ridden in this case the humans versus zombies uh mode I think that's going to be pretty cool. We I've put out the call uh, for people to uh, if they want to squat up when the release hits closer to October. I want to say is it August or October? Beta, beta in August. Two minutes apart or two months apart. Uh, so that'll There's be yeah lot. that'll be later this year. But the Back for Blood looks pretty cool. The more I see it, the more excited I am 
Um, so certainly out of all of this, the, the game I'm the most interested in like organizing people for on our Discord is uh, is Back for Blood. Uh, that's It's on Game Pass. And for me, that's a day one play. Like yep. I'm going to play yeah. that as soon. Well, probably day two. <laughs> when the servers chill out for a second, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm immediately going to be playing that. They had a lot, man. And we Battlefield, we didn't even talk too. about Battlefield. I mean, we saw gameplay of Battlefield today. Yep. We didn't talk about, we talk about I mean, Stalker does look good. I mean, more basically more Metro, except probably way better, to be honest. Metro Exodus is... I Honestly, I didn't get into the other Metros, but Exodus was really good. I liked it a lot. I love the so. first Metro. I didn't... I only played a part of Last Light... And then I started to play Exodus, and I like early on in the game there was like a um, stealth sequence I just did not have the patience for, and I was like I'm I can't <laughs> do this right now, and just like it was like I, I yeah. this isn't for me right now. I, when I when I feel it I'll come back, but um, yeah, that, I think that's gonna do it for the uh, for this pod. Um, are we planning on doing one for tomorrow? Or are we just gonna? I mean, I plan on doing one for tomorrow. All right. Well, there well, it is. I mean, He's going to do it all by himself. You're the one recording. So. <laughs> um, Steve, uh, where can people find you if they want to like follow you on Twitch and all that kind of stuff? Uh, on Twitch, I'm just at oh man, Steve on Twitch. Uh, once I haven't streamed in a while, but you know, as I get more time, I'll, I'll jump on there. I've kind of been, which I kind of hinted this the other day i've kind of had some health issues so i've been kind of in and out of the hospital lately so um but hopefully once that's all behind me i'll be streaming more and you know once all this stuff comes out i'll be streaming indies and all that fun stuff so oh man steve on twitch and also and uh and twitter you know i'm yeah, always a yeah. pretty entertaining follow, follow there as well yeah <laughs> shell yeah, it's the old man Steve O is the is a hoop on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hoop. But yeah, you can always catch me on uh Twitch at Yep That Shell and YouTube, Yep That Shell. I, I haven't been streaming myself as life has been happening. Um my daughter just finished her junior year in virtual school, so it's been a, a rocky <laughs> rocky year this year. So yeah. uh uh, I'll be booting up pretty soon playing Stardew Valley Extended. Uh, I just modded nice. the heck out of my Stardew Valley not too long ago, and I've been trying to get to it. But uh, uh, same thing for Twitter, but except for it's underscore. Yep, that shell underscore. And then you can catch me there for news and updates there, too. Especially when it comes to the Switch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carlos, you want to tell the people where they can find us? Uh, yeah, they need to go to linktr.ee, something like that, if they want to go yep. to the link tree. But really, I'm going to tell everybody just to go to www.partyinvite.games because there's a blog and there's all the links. And, you know, if you actually go to the site, maybe maybe I'll just, you know, write and shoot some more stuff. I don't know. Maybe. Yep, yep. Oh, check out Party Invite on YouTube, too. Yeah, yeah. We got content freaking everywhere, and uh, you know, we've had a had a blast so far on Discord uh, all weekend. So if we can get some more people in here the the rest Stop of the it. week, I mean, we are yapping constantly in here. So uh, we got a lot more games to to talk about uh, over the next few days. And we'll have <laughs> oh hey, Carlos. God, yeah. We're going to have a busy early week with all these demos coming out. We're going to have to have a demo day or two, I think. Oh my gosh! Yeah, or five, something <laughs> yeah. like that. 
And you get a demo. And you get a demo. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Peace. Thank you.